Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. People can be right in their heart and wrong in their head. I know that. And a lot of folks are. But I learned a long time ago that on, unless people's going to give you the word of God on the subject, that you can't listen to even what preachers say. I want to tell you there's several full gospel, spirit-filled preachers that like to set me to my grave. By listening to them, I like to die. That's absolutely the truth. And I'd had better sense to begin with. But it's pretty easy sometimes, you know. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we continue the series God's Medicine by Kenneth E. Hagen. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagen's classic message. I remember you see my boy here. Ken, you heard his testimony tonight. My wife and I were gone from home. He's about 12 years old. Uh, my wife's mother, his grandmother, were keeping the children. She is with me in a revival meeting. And so one night, just uh, one evening, just after 6 o'clock, the rates, te- long this telephone rates were a little cheaper after 6 p.m. So in the apartment where we were standing, the telephone rang. So we went to the phone, and it was, it was her. And she said to me, said, what am I going to kill? She said, what am I going to do with this boy? I said, what's the matter with it? Well, she said, everybody up here has got the mumps. Well, now, of course, you know, that term is it's sort of like Bible terms you use sometimes. She didn't mean everybody in the city had the mumps. But she just meant it was prevalent in the school. It was widespread. You know, the Bible said they went out a decree in the days of Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. But the Indians over here in North America weren't taxed. And the Eskimos up in Alaska weren't taxed. And the Indians down in, in Mexico weren't taxed. And the Chinamen over in China weren't taxed, and they were there. But see, you have to qualify that statement. What he called the world was right around that Roman world, right around the Mediterranean, they see. So you have to qualify the statement. You know, I understood what she meant. I knew she didn't understand that everybody in the whole city of Garland had the monks. But she meant it was widespread. And so he said, he's got the mumps. Ken's got the mumps. His jaw's all swelled up, you know, all swollen. And, and he's got uh, a fever and he's got the mumps. She said, you want me to take him to the doctor? Well, I said, certainly not. What in the world would you want to take the doctor for anyhow? If, you, if, if we planned on him having the mumps, you know how to take care of somebody with the mumps, don't you? Yeah. But I said, there's no use of him having the mumps. Well, she said, he's just cried, cried till he's nearly worried me to death, wanting to call you, or wanting me to call you. I said, well, put him on the phone. Let me talk to him. I said, God will heal him. So she said, all right, wait a minute. So he came on, you know, and he said, Dad? I said, yeah. He said, well, that's the only way in the world I could get her to do anything. She didn't want to call. She was afraid, you know, that we'd, we wouldn't like to cause you to run up the telephone bell, you know. And said, I, I, I knew the only way in the world I'd ever get a call if I'd just cry long enough, you know, and aggravate long enough, she'd finally give in call. I said, well, now, son, you don't have to have the month of God. He said, I know it. That's what I told Grandma. All you got to do is just call Daddy, and he'll pray, and God will heal me. No use me having the mumps. So we prayed. I said, all right, I just as soon as I hang up the phone, me and Mama's going to pray. We're going to kneel down. I'm not going to move off this spot. I'm going to kneel down and pray right now. And they'll leave you. 
So I said, put Grandma back on. So he put Grandma back on. I said, now he'll be all right. We're going to pray. Well, I hope so. Oh, we'd have been going on her favor. We wouldn't have made it, would we? But anyway, we finally hung up, you know. And so she said later, in a few days, we closed the meeting, went in. And she said, well, after he called, you know, he'd been crying, you know, just to get her to call. And so he said he laid down across her bed and fell off asleep. She just let him sleep. And so after about 45 minutes, said she said to him, now, son, she shook him, said, get up now and go get your pajamas on, go get in your own bed. So he got up and stretched, you know, and she said, let me look at you. Why, why should all the swellings go? Well, let me check him. She checked him. He had no temperature, you know, the swelling's all gone. He's never had any kind or sign of mumps in that day to this, see? Now, I was telling that somewhere, you see, in a full gospel church. And the pastor of a full gospel church said, you mean tell me that's really so? Well, I said, certainly that's so. Well, he said, I just thought that, that, that that's just normal. I mean, my, my kids all have the mumps. Well, I, I thought they're supposed to. Now, dear God, what could the members of this church ever learn? On the subject, hallelujah, on the subject of healing or faith, what could they ever learn? Well, they'd all think that all their kids ought to be sick. See? And that ought to be natural and normal with them. Well, he said, I just thought everybody, you know, I just thought that's that way. You see, now what happened? Now, here's a man. I didn't say he wasn't saved. I didn't say he didn't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I didn't say he wasn't a fine man and a good Christian. But I said this. He's not listening to what God has to say on the subject. God said, incline ear to my sayings. And I just walked in here in time to hear Brother Lindsay say that God said way back there in the Old Testament, I'll take sickness away from the midst of you. Oh, glory to God. I'll just take it away from you. I'll take it away from the midst of you. Well, that meant mumps too. <laughs> take it away from the midst of you. And, and the number, and he said, I, I, there, there would be no sickness among you. Oh, somebody said, yeah, that's just for the Jews. Well, you've got another thought coming. It isn't just for the Jews. Praise God, it belongs to the people of God. Oh, and it belongs to those who believe today. Yes. And so, that's the thing. I'm merely saying this to point this up to you, that here's the thing that defeats us. Instead of listening, opening our ears to what God has to say, we listen to what everybody else has to say. Now, I don't mean it wrongly. But I learned a long time ago, folks, don't misunderstand me now. People can be right in their heart and wrong in their head. I know that. And a lot of folks are. But I learned a long time ago that on, unless people's going to give you the word of God on the subject, that you can't listen to even what preachers say. I want to tell you there's several full gospel, spirit-filled preachers that like to set me to my grave. <laughs> By listening to them, I like to die that's absolutely the truth. And ought to have better sense to begin with. But it's pretty easy sometimes, you know, to fall back into the natural. And for that reason, you very seldom ever hear me tell people what I think. If I don't know, I'll just say I don't know. I'll tell them what I know and let them do their own thinking. I'll tell them what God's word has to say on the subject. And that's the thing that counts. You know, I, I remember when I was a, 
I left my church way back in 1949, 18 years ago. Soon will be 19 years ago, and went out on the field. Well, my wife was left at home with a couple of little children, and, uh, and and I guess maybe I sort of want, didn't want to go anyhow, and, and so I talked to some minister friends and asked them to pray with me. Well, instead of them praying about what God wanted me to do, they just said, "Now, now, I'll, t- I'll just be honest, tell you the truth about it. God expects you to stay home with your children and your family. He gave you that family, and that's what He expects you to do." So what you ought to do is go back to pastor. You ought to get your church and not be running around here over the country. So after three or four of them told me that, nobody encouraged me to obey God. I decided I'd do it. Canceled all my meetings, had a heart attack, liked to die. And the only way in the world to get healed was me and my wife to promise to obey God and forget what the preacher said. Well, now you see, it's the easiest thing in the world to get back in the natural. I mean, good men sometimes can give you natural advice that would cause you to miss it spiritually. Are you listening to me? What I'm saying to you is, God said, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Incline the ear to my sayings. If you're going to listen to God, you have to shut other things out sometimes. We're not doing some things because we want to do them. Because God said do it. And I know I'd come home a lot of times and, and leave. And sometimes I'd try to take Ken with me a little bit when he's back there just 11, 12, 13-year-old boy on some meetings. And it's very difficult sometimes, you see, for a child to understand some things. And he'd cry and say, Daddy, why can't you be at home like other daddies, you know, like other preachers? Well, I said, Son, I'll tell you why I can't. Here's what God told me to do. That satisfied him. We'd pray about it. He's satisfied about it. I said, That's all right. That's what God said to do. That's what you do. Praise the Lord. Well, we're going to have to listen to what God said in his word if we're going to enjoy the blessings of the word. We're going to have to listen to what God said to us along any other line if we're going to enjoy the blessings that God has for us. Don't you believe that? Incline thine ear. That's what I'm talking about. Listen to what God has to say. Does he have anything to say about sickness? Thank God he does. What does he say about it? Well, his word says himself, Jesus took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. His word says who his own self, bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. Hallelujah. Doesn't it say it? Doesn't it say it? Yes, it says it. It says it. His word said how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Peter preached that down to Carnitas in his household as is recorded in Acts 10.38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good now listen to this and healing all that were oppressed of the devil he called sickness satanic oppression fellow said to me in fact he's a preacher after I'd said they said you forgot though brother Hagin I said forgot what you forgot about Job I said what do you mean said God made him sick well I said didn't do any such thing you better read your Bible again the devil made him say, yeah, but he said God gave him permission to. And if God gives uh, permission for you to be sick, you just ought to submit to the will. And that's a full gospel preacher talking to him. 
You ought to just be willing to submit to the will of God. And that's the way I preach it to my crowd. I said, why don't you preach the whole book of Job to your crowd? Why don't you get over to the 42nd chapter when it tells how God turned his captivity? And I said, besides that, Job didn't go through life sick and suffering. The whole book of Job, all Bible scholars agree, happened in about nine months. Couldn't have been over a year. And it said God turned Job's captivity. He was in captivity to Satan. But thank God, God turned his captivity and set it free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You better not say you guess you're God's Job, because if you are, you're going to get your healing. Job got healed. Praise the Lord. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. Backed by popular demand, it's Lynette's Bargain Bag, and it features resources all about healing. The Healers in Your House Slimline Book, Seven Hindrances to Healing Mini Book, The Executing the Basics of Healing Book, all three by Ken Hagen. Plus, Keys to Scriptural Healing Slimline Book and the book God's Word on Divine Healing and Healing Faith on CD by Kenneth E. Hagen. All for the incredible bargain price of $19.95. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And ladies, kindle the flame. My women's conference is coming up September the 26th through the 28th. I'll tell you what, it's like no other women's conference you've ever been to. That's for sure. That's right, because I didn't even like women's conferences. So it's different than any other women's conference. Come out, you will have an awesome time. And you can register for the Women's yeah. Conference right now online. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, God's Medicine. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.